Good afternoon, Bards Nation. How are you doing today? It is October 28, 2022. Guys, we made it to another Friday. Things are just getting crazy and crazy. As we get closer to this election, we see more uh, more little ploys and deception coming out. I guess you guys may have seen the whole new thing that the news is talking about, back to back to back to back, which is the whole Pelosi incident. And this guy, they're going to start claiming more than likely as a conservative, and they're going to try to blame it on us, more domestic terrorist stuff. And I've done a little digging into this guy's background, and he is has nothing about him that screams MAGA or conservative whatsoever. As a matter of fact, this guy looks like he walked straight out of Woodstock. So once again, these guys are playing their games, and we know it's just going to get a little bit worse and a little bit worse, which is why we need to focus on our Lord Almighty. I tell you, I came across this um, the other day, and it's just mind-blowing to think how far back they've known what their plans were and what they were going to do. This is a quick little excerpt that I found, uh, George Orwell's 1984. It says, every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which a party is always right. I'm telling you, like, this seriously could have been written yesterday. This right here is a play-by-play, but what we're watching transpire around our world, and they knew that this was going to happen a long, long time ago. And, you know, the way we're going to get out of this isn't going to be humans. You know, it'll be through God. God is the one who's going to get us out of this mess, and he's going to utilize us. He's put us all here in this place right here to be as warriors so that we can stand up and do exactly what we need to get through this battle without being pulled into theirs, which is what they're trying to do. You know, we've got multiple battles. We've got these earthly battles going on right now, and then we have the great war, the spiritual war that's taking place. And, you know, I've seen many things recently, um, people that are prophesizing, visions people have had about the angels or heaven already being empty and the angels standing on the clouds, the edge of those clouds, looking down over us, waiting for their, their call, waiting for their, their final um, command by Jesus who's standing there right by his side. And we don't know when this day is coming. We have no idea, which is why it is so important for us to be prepared in any way we possibly can, getting that relationship closer to closer to Christ. You know, and I, I reevaluate my life and I reevaluate a lot of things, you know, often like what more can I do? How can I get a closer relationship with God? And, you know, I started thinking to myself the other night about, about the, the armor, you know, the God's armor that he's asked us to put on all the time. And I wondered, I'm like, well, how do we get cracks in this armor? So I started kind of doing a little pondering, a little thought, a little self-reflection. 
you know, and I'm not, this is just a theory. I'm not sure, but I feel that the cracks in the armor that we get are through the sins and our failings that we do today. So our armor is primed. It is polished. It is nice and strong, but then we falter. We fall. We make that mistake. We say something that we shouldn't. We sin. We have a thought against somebody that we shouldn't have. And that is what puts those cracks into our armor. So how do you fix those cracks in the armor? Well, I think it would be repenting. It would be getting down on your knees and, and, you know, thanking God for the opportunity for eternal life and, and, you know, please God, forgive me for these sins, you know, and today when we sin, we can be specific, but what about the rest of our lives? What about our lives prior to this point? And, you know, Scott and I have been talking about something and I've been really trying it and it actually feels really good. I feel like I'm accomplishing something. So what I'm doing, you know, when I've prayed before and I said, God, Please forgive me for my sins. I can't even tell you all my sins. I've forgotten half of them. I've sinned so much in my earlier life that I can't even tell you which sin I did when and how many sins and what those sins were. So God, will you please look into my heart and forgive me for the sins that I can't even remember? So what I've done is I've started going back into my life and I started just kind of visualizing myself from a child as early as I can remember. And I'm walking through those memories step by step. And, and trying to remember those faults that I've had, those, those failings that I've had, the sins that I've committed over my lifetime. And when I remember it, I now have that opportunity at that moment to specifically ask God to forgive me for a particular sin that I remember. And I'm just walking step by step through my life, and I'm trying to remember all of these times that I've failed God and asking for that forgiveness. But like I said, being specific rather than vague, just forgive me for my sins, but forgive me for this particular sin. And as I do this, I feel lighter and lighter. I feel like there's a weight that has just kind of fallen off of me and, and I've needed that. And then I started thinking again about where we are today. And it's like going through your past, remembering what you've done wrong, remembering those sins, confessing them to God specifically is kind of like a car overhaul. It's like taking a car that doesn't work or that's broken and completely finishing it and, and redoing it from front to back. And that is those that is getting through this time and, and confessing those sins from the past. And now that I've done that, you know, now I get to just do minor maintenance. And that minor maintenance is those those little times every day that I get down on my knees and I ask God to forgive me for a sin that I may have done today or yesterday. This is the maintenance process, and it's important to keep that armor strong at all times because we're walking into some very, very uncertain times, and we need to just develop that relationship more and more with God, keep that armor strong, um, and be aware of the falters that we have, be aware of those mistakes that we make. And then as we get closer and closer to God, we sin less and less and less because we become aware of it. And this is the big thing is, is being aware of it. Before we were Christians, we sinned, we sinned, we sinned again because we weren't aware. We didn't have that guilt, that feeling like, oh my goodness, I've done something wrong. That's the difference today in having that relationship with God. And I'm going to play a quick video after we do the prayer. Um, it's a little bit longer, but I'm going to, I'm going to cut it down to about five minutes. And this guy really, it, to me, this is inspiring what I needed to hear today. And I played it on the show last night. And I hope this is something that you need to hear today as well. Because the closer we get to God, the more people that aren't of God are going to hate us. The more the devil's going to hate us and send his demons after us. This is just part of it. God warned us. Jesus warned us that there would be a time that we were persecuted no differently than, than he was persecuted back in the day. There will be people that will hate us. There will be people that want to kill us, take our lives, remove us from this earth so that we can stop doing what God has set us on this mission to do. And we just have to remember that if we are doing what we think is God's work and we're not being attacked, then we're not doing it right. Because specifically, if you were over a target, that's when you become a threat to the devil and everything that the devil is trying to accomplish here on this earth. So the, the more you're doing for God the right way, the more the devil is going to come after you. And we can take that as something that, that makes us upset, that bumps us out, that scares us, that gives us anxiety, or we can wear that as a badge of honor. Every time that I'm hated on, every time that something goes wrong in my life and I know that the devil's hand is in it, it's just a reminder to me that I'm walking that path and I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And just like Christ, we're going to be persecuted for the love that we have for Christ, for the love that we have on the earth, for the, the truth that we want to let out into this world for others to see. 
the more we work for Christ, the more of a target we become. And like I said, guys, we can take it one way or the other. And I'm going to take this as a badge of honor. And I'm going to keep on moving forward just like all of you. And I know all of you are doing the same thing. Guys, it's going to get rough. But God needs us. We are his special forces right here on this earth right now for him when that war starts. But we can't make that move into violence until God says it's time to throw those rocks or pull that st- or to pull the sword from our sheath. Right now, it's about healing. It's about getting that finding other people that don't have that connection and hopefully introducing them to that. Just like that thing um, that I read to you yesterday from Twitter that, you know, the lady talked to her doctor and now that her doctor finally sees what's happening in this world and it's starting to make sense to her, she's asking, how do I get closer to God? How can I find that relationship with Christ that you have? All right, guys, it is 11 minutes after the hour. So let us get us into some spiritual warfare and a little bit of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything you blessed us with. Dear Lord, please allow us to go through our lives and remember where we've gone wrong, dear Lord, so that it can be lessons for us to do right, to move forward, to do the best things that we can be, to no longer sin. Dear Lord, I understand now why you have declared certain things to be sins, and it's because those things are connecting us to the earth. They're keeping us focused on what's happening right here on this flesh, this land of, of flesh and not the, the world of the spirit, which you want us to focus on. Dear Lord, every day we make our efforts, but we always fail. But we come to you, dear Lord, and you're right there to forgive us, just like a father. And we're grateful for that. We're grateful that you have given us an opportunity for eternal life because there's no way we'd do this on our own. Dear Lord, please let us shine more and more every day. Let us carry your light. Let us walk through this world and let that light shine on others so that they can want and desire that same relationship that we have been lucky enough to find at this time. And dear Lord, I understand that there are still people that are sleeping that just weren't ready to wake up and that you woke us up for a reason. You woke us up not to sit, not just to have our souls ready to be saved and and enter the gates of heaven, but you have woken us up to help other people find that same purpose and that same reason. Dear Lord, let us not waste this time on this earth right now that you have given us. Let us utilize every single moment we can to spread your word, to spread the gospel, to help other people that don't know you yet find you and walk that path with us. Dear Lord, there's so much we can be doing on this earth. And we just ask at this time that you give us courage, you give us the strength, and you give us discernment to understand and to know where we need to do, where we need to go and what we need to do for you on this earth while we're here, dear Lord. Dear Lord, please allow every one of us to be able to open our eyes and see through the veil of evil that is on this land right now, to see through that deception, to be able to see the demon that is hiding behind a pretty face. Let us be able to see the spells that are being cast on this world. And dear Lord, give us the ability, the armor, and everything that we need to be able to get past that, to bind those spells through you, dear Lord, to put a protection over this land, to put a hedge of protection over all of those soldiers and those Christians, those people that have that relationship with you as we do your work on this earth, dear Lord. Please protect us always. I ask, dear Lord, that you also just use your love and your grace and and put a protection over all of those people that are doing this evil. And dear Lord, and, and stop it keep them from being able to harm themselves and to harm others, dear Lord. We are going up against something that most people don't understand. Most people aren't even ready to accept how real the devil is, but every day it becomes a little more obvious. Dear Lord, thank you for letting us be the ones to be awake at this moment. Thank you for letting us be the ones that are standing hand in hand, unified with each other, lifting each other up during these times so that we can win this battle under your, under your leadership, dear Lord. Thank you. Thank you for letting us wake up today. Thank you for letting us breathe. Thank you for letting us say I love you to the ones that we love. Thank you for letting us spread your glory and your word to others that don't know you, dear Lord. Thank you for everything that you have given us. We love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. I'll tell you guys, oh boy. I, you know, every day it's just going to get a little crazier. And of course, on Fridays, just like in an old deceitful Satan and political style, they're trying to push these little false flags out there, get everybody riled up. But we knew, we knew this was going to happen. God gave us that in our hearts. He told us what to expect. We knew that they were going to try to cheat. We knew that they were going to 
try to push us into more division with each other right before these elections. But dear Lord, we know you have our backs. And I am so thankful for that because you're putting us all in the right direction and you're having us stand up and fight this war for you. So I just, I hope that that all of us, you know, are collecting this understanding that we're getting our armor um, constantly fixed so that the devil doesn't have any inch to work his way into our lives. Because like I said, the more we need that armor, the more that that means the more the devil's going to try to enter our life. So we have to keep that stuff, our swords polished. We have to keep that armor um, crack free, constantly mended because it's going to get rougher and rougher. But we know that our father, our heavenly father almighty, is going to watch after us and keep that armor mended as long as we do what's right, as long as that we ask forgiveness for our daily sins. And then one day, one day, I hope we can all be to the point where we realize we're no longer asking for forgiveness for our sins because we aren't sinning anymore. But that's a long road and it's a hard walk. And fortunately, God understands what's happening on this earth and the deceptions around every corner and has given us the opportunity to be able to ask for that forgiveness daily. Otherwise, a lot of us would be in big trouble, including myself. But I'm going to play a part of this little video real quick. Um, I hope this, this inspires you guys as much as it does me because he brings up a lot of points about the importance of having that clean armor, that mended armor, and why the devil is going to come after us more and more the closer we get to God. All right, so what's going on, everybody? So I believe that if you are a true believer and you clicked on this video, this was not an accident. And I believe that the Lord allowed you to see this. And I wanted to encourage you in this video today. A lot of us that are Christian right now, we are beginning to wake up to a period for which you are seeing political, social, ethical, moral issues come to light more than ever. And that the Lord has allowed you to experience taking a stand for something, to step up to something, and to take action more than just stepping back as was possibly the past in just taking the sidelines, being neutral, and not being able to do anything. And a lot of you that are watching right now, he's set you apart. He's sanctifying you. He's refining you. He's training you. And he's allowing you to go through a lot of difficulty. He's allowing you to witness and experience what it is that other people are doing, maybe that are going ahead of you, that may be in the public eye, in the private eye, maybe in the corporate sphere, in the governmental sphere, in the education sphere, the medical sphere, whatever industry that the Lord has called people in. And you're witnessing people saying something more than being quiet. And now I'm not here to say that you've got to start an argument and you have to ruffle feathers just because, but a lot of people, because they're not taking a stand, God is allowing opportunities. He's allowing certain things just to pass you by and you are uh, doing yourself a disservice. And in fact, many people are even, I would say, sinning because they're not able to do what uh, the opportunity that was presented to them and, and they're not stepping up to that. And I want to encourage a lot of you because many people don't realize that as the Bible says that you will be persecuted, there will be hardship, there will be difficulty, there will be thorns in your side. If you desire and, and want to step up to do bigger things, to take action, to be able to fight uh, for righteousness and for justice and in, in this hour, whether it's in the church, whether it's in your local community, whether it's in the world, if you're a, a leader of some sort, in all those instances, you will have opposition. If you're not doing it right, the devil is not is he's going to leave you alone. If you if you're sitting there all lukewarm and politically correct, if you're doing things for which you're trying to, uh, you know, play kumbaya with everybody and you're trying to do things for which you just you want every everything to work out. That's not the case. Jesus, he came, he came and he created division. And, and I don't say that in the sense that he did that intentionally, like, uh, and he's yelling at people, but he, in his humble heart, in his meek spirit, in his love, his compassion, his mercy, his, his, uh, being, his essence, he naturally, because he was so separate from sin, because he was so desiring to do kingdom work, to bring salvation, the gospel message to the people that naturally that caused division and, and, and caused uh, Satan to react so that he would bring all of his forces against that. And so I'm here to tell you something, guys, whether you're witnessing me, whether you're witnessing other people right now that are in the public sphere, or maybe you're witnessing other Christians at work, in your workplace, uh, wherever it is, in your schools, if you're witnessing that and they're going through tough times, persecution, they're being reviled, and people are coming against them, just know that is a normal occurrence. And if you are not stepping up and you're hesitant and you you, you can't break past that, I want to tell you that it gets better in that you're going to get used to it. And 
for me, guys, I, I just come, I just came to embrace it. I know people that message me all the time. They're, they're in the comments. I got, I, I have so many different issues and it's just not going to go away. And for Jesus, when he did ministry, none of these things went away. In fact, so much so that they wanted to kill him. Thankfully, nobody wants to take my life, but I'm getting a lot of heat. But for Jesus himself, as perfect as he was, as amazing with his personality, with his character that he was, he, he brought opposition. People hated him so much that they wanted to take his life. And so you have to remember that though at the extreme, somebody may want to take your life for the ministry, for the work you're doing, there's a great reward. And God is pleased with that. But only if you're doing it right, meaning that you're actually stepping up and taking and seizing the moment that God has given you instead of trying to play this game of tiptoeing across everybody and trying to hold hands with everybody. You cannot have two masters. You cannot serve two masters. You can't uh, be uh, uh, yoked to the world and then yoked to uh, Christ. You cannot have those things. And so I'm not here, again, I'm not here to say that you should go and start arguments and start fighting and being stupid about things. But I'm here to tell you that if you are in a place for which you know God wants you to step up. You know that you have to do big things, that you have to seize the moment, the, the opportunity, the open door that he has for you. And you can foresee that it's going to cause some strife. It's going to ruffle some feathers. It's going to cause people to, to profane your image and, to, and you're going to get tarnished. You're, you're going to get blemished in the way that people view you. It's necessary in order for you to obtain the outcome, the reward, the purpose that God has for you, the kingdom work that needs to be built up and to be done and executed in this hour, that, that, is, that comes with it, guys. And so I want to tell you guys that even though many of us are going through these things, it's, it gets better. You just have to get over that initial hump. You have a lot of mental hesitation. You have a lot of just being able to um, have confidence in yourself. But once you get through that and you continue to go and go and go, those things become enormous. It's just a small thorn in your side. And there and he's right. There's been mention of the thorn in the side. You know, we have to get used to that thorn. That Let that thorn be a reminder. Let it be a reminder of what we've gone through, the strength that we've gotten by enduring what we've endured. We have to do God's kingdom work. That is what we're here for. God gave us this opportunity not to sit back, not to be quiet, but to stand up and to be loud and to spread his name, to spread his word. And he's right. You know, when we, when we pray to God and we said, God, please, please bring me strength and give me courage. Does God give that strength and courage to you? No. He puts something into your life that allows you to earn it, to respect it, to understand it. You know, we go through these tribulations and trials. God knows what we're capable of. He doesn't hand us anything that we're not capable of. And just like this guy said, the longer we stay in this battle, the more that the evil tries to come after us and intervene in our lives and break apart our armor, the stronger we're going to end up getting. We're going to get used to this. And just like Christ who went through this himself, I said it before, you know, many people are willing to die for Christ, but how many of us are willing to live for him? You know, God doesn't like lukewarm. We need to be hot. We need to be on fire. We need to spread that name of Christ and, and do everything that we can do right here on this earth, regardless of what the, the temporary consequences may be. We may have our names, you know, pushed through and, and just tarnished, just like he said. It's happened to many of us over the last five, six years, I think, just for our political views and then standing up and talking about God. But, you know, one thing that he said to, you know, and the importance of standing up and doing God's kingdom work and how important it is, you know, I decided to do Kilted Christian probably um, five months before I actually started the show. And there's a reason that it took me five months to get around to doing it because I felt like I was not worthy. I'm like, why would I, me, someone who doesn't have that grasp of scripture that many people do, why would I be worthy to do a show um, glorifying God? And God asked me, he said, are you worthy of giving your mother a present for her birthday? I'm like, well, yeah. And he said, well, why aren't you worthy about giving the greatest gift that you could possibly give people in this world? You know, why aren't you worthy? You are worthy. Everyone is worthy. If you have a relationship with me, you are worthy of spreading my message, of spreading the gospel, just like I asked you to. And 
and it is, it's true. Spreading the word of God, letting, hopefully leading people into a relationship very similar to the one that we have. And, and we have a relationship that grows more and more every single day. And I pray for that. I'm like, God, not only help us lead other people to finding that relationship, to, to walking that path, to start basically becoming part of our army. You know, we all have that. We are all worthy of that. And there is no greater gift than we can give anyone in this world than that introduction to Jesus Christ. Because that introduction to Christ is an introduction to their soul being saved, to their eternal salvation, to them being aware of the sins that they commit daily, to their repentance. It's a big step-by-step process. But God would not have put us here during this time if we weren't capable of it. He wouldn't have had us doing what we're doing right now if we weren't worthy. You know, I pray to God um, every day before every single show, especially before I do uh, Bended Knee and any of Scott's shows. I'm like, God, please be with me. Let me speak your will, not mine. Dear Lord, please sit with me in this room and guide me through, through these shows so that I'm not accidentally misleading people with my theories and my thoughts and my understanding of scripture, but let me speak your words so that everyone completely understands. And, and you know, God has given us all like different talents and it's amazing. He's covered the, the spectrum of everything that needs to be done in this war. And, you know, a great example, you know, if you guys were listening to the last two episodes of Bards FM with Brad Cummings, he is a great example of someone that God has set forth to do his work. And what I love about him most is, you know, for people like myself, and there's many of us that can sit down and we'll go through, you know, King James Version scripture, and I'll read the same things over and over again. Sometimes I just don't understand or I'll start thinking about something else while I'm reading and it doesn't make sense to me. Um, But then you've got some people like Brad Cummings and many others like him that have this ability to take scripture and written word and to bring it to life, to be able to tell it in a story to where it doesn't veer away from the scripture itself, but it makes it understandable even to the most innocent child walking away going, I get it now. It makes so much sense. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for people like Brad Cummings. I'm thankful for people like you because you guys are the same way. You know, um, whenever we do any of these shows, Scott does the shows, I do our shows, I watch this chat and I'm just always so impressed and amazed with not only the love that you guys bring for each other, but how fast you are with bringing scripture that fits the situation that we are talking about. That is amazing. And that is one of the most wonderful things about all of you is that, you know, I decided when I decided to do Kilted Christian, that it wasn't going to be just telling my testimony. It wasn't going to be just about, you know, trying to inspire other people's relationship with Christ, but it was a time and an ability for me to get um, a better understanding of scripture. And that is where you guys come in. That is what all of you do. And, and I've said it a hundred times on my show, Kilted Christian is not my show. This is our show. This is a collective because it, it's a church. It's a way for us to be able to communicate with each other and help each other understand scripture better. Understand um, that you have the ability to help us get closer to God every day, even though we already have that relationship and most importantly, help others find that beautiful, beautiful relationship. So I'm taking every opportunity just to ride along with you guys, to stand up, to step up, and to commit myself to God from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to bed, which is something that I didn't do. And it was something that I laughed at at one time years and years ago. But today I understand it because I understand that, you know, some people get a lot of excitement and temporary joy out of purchasing the new iPhone, but there's no joy greater than knowing that you are spending your time this time on this earth that God has leased you, you know, to, to spread that word, to do God's work. There's no better joy than knowing that you are working for the heavenly father. There's no greater job than to have a job for that heavenly father. It gives life purpose. It gives life meaning, and it gives us strength guys. And even though we are dealing with a lot of trials and tribulations in general, all of us together around this world. We're also dealing with these trials and personal tribulations in our own lives, whether it be losing family members, losing your pet, cancers, disease, or anything like that. But God has given the opportunity to strengthen ourselves through this. And I thought I was having a conversation with Evan the other day, and we both agreed on this 100%, is that you know we both found our humbleness. We both found that introduction to humility by God giving us something that humbled us 
and we were bummed out about it. We were both bummed out about our, our, our separate situations that we were given, you know, because we we're like, God, why would you do this for me? Why, why have you taken this all away from me? And God's like, I didn't take anything away from you. I gave you something. I gave you humility, you know, and it's, it's for us to, to learn, to appreciate all these things that happen in our lives. Not everything's good. Not everything's bad. But one thing that I've learned over my lifetime and even more so today, the closer I get to God is that there's always a blessing hidden within bad things. And there's always some turmoil and something evil hidden within good things. We just need to be able to open up our hearts and our minds and have that discernment to be able to see it. And don't let it be in vain because if we don't grow from those situations that we were given, if we don't have that understanding, God's going to give us another lesson and another lesson. And eventually it's not going to be through circumstance and words. It's going to be through maybe incarceration, maybe a broken leg, something big like that. But God's going to get your attention eventually. and He's going to teach you that lesson. You know, so let's make it easier on ourselves. Let's be open and aware and learn those lessons so that we can be forward and, and be his greatest soldiers. Keep that armor completely mended by for, asking for those forgiveness for our sins. And especially, most importantly, being thankful. Being thankful that Christ walked this earth, that Christ gave us all these beautiful lessons that he has in our lifetime, and he gave us the opportunity for eternal salvation, which we would have never ever have had if he had not died on that cross. And I'm thankful for that every day. And like many, many celebrate, you know, many mourn the death. I celebrate the life. I celebrate the second coming when Christ walked back or came back out of that, that, um, out of his tomb. This is the stuff that's most beautiful for me. And I'm glad like myself, just like many of you, if not most of you, you know, we've got the greatest gift in the world and that's a relationship with God. So just like our father, we want to make him proud. So spend this time on this earth, serving him in the best ways that you can, getting people closer to him, praying to him, recognizing him and thanking him for everything that we have been blessed with and for that opportunity to enter heaven one day and get off of this crazy, crazy vacation that we call earth. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for joining us again for this bended knee. This will be the last bended knee I do for a good long while. Um, Scott uh, is going to be heading home. I believe he's actually going to be covering the two shows this evening. Um, I'll know here in a little bit, but he did just text me and he sends you his love. And he says that he looks forward to getting back with all of you. He misses you and he would have jumped right in this chat. But if he jumped in this chat, it would have shut the show down on my end. So it was probably a good thing he didn't and text me to send me love instead. But guys, I am thankful. I am thankful for all of you. I am thankful for this opportunity to be able to spend with you um, when Scott's absent. And I'm thankful for the kindness that you guys have given me because I know I'm a stranger in, in a land where, where Kesterson is just an amazing, amazing Christian warrior of God. And we all love listening to him. And, you know, I'd be disappointed if I had somebody else pop up on that show. So I can't tell you how much it means from the bottom of my heart that you guys have been so loving, so kind, and so very, very accepting to me taking over for, for our warlord, exactly, for our warlord. But guys, have an absolutely beautiful day. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. And as I say on Kilted Christian, if I don't get to talk to you again tonight, take the weekend off from the chaos. Walk away from the media. Take your shoes off. Walk outside barefoot. Read scripture. Spend time with your family. Put a puzzle together paint a painting, do something that just gets your mind off of the chaos and do something that allows you to spend a little bit of time just having a casual conversation with the Lord Almighty. And I love taking that opportunity to do so. That being said, guys, I love you all very, very much. I will be back uh, next time Scott's out of town. And God bless. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed.
that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. So, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. We walked in a garden, ate from a tree, fell from a world, failed to believe, told of a lie we couldn't see, sent on a quest to return and be free. It's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another wonder like thee. See? I'm grateful that he When I was a kid, someone told me I was living in a world that I would never be able to see. Never thought much of it. Fathered in the back of my subconscious. Proceeded to be living in a dream. Started down a journey where my life was anything but ordinary. And the scariness of living on the edge. Came to become more than my reality and individuality. My days were getting close to the ledge. Now you might be offended by the terminology that I be using. But I use it with intention to be real. I would never tell another person what to think and how to live their life according to the way I want to feel. You've got free will. Use it if you want to. I've got red pills. I sure took a lot of them. The rabbit hole's deep. It doesn't have a bottom. If you want to take a leap, then you better hit the throttle. Not the bottle of the weed or the cane or the speed or the psychedelic elements that everybody needs. If you're looking for the truth, it ain't coming in the pipe. Hoping that it'll calm you down. Thinking that it'll make you right. They will call me hypocritical, but that's what I expect. I had to live the life. I had to live to be corrected and live to tell a tale that I almost never told. The enemy is hoping that your soul will be sold. We walked in a garden, ate from a tree, fell from a world, failed to believe, told of a lie. We couldn't see, 
sent on a quest to return and be free. It's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another one that liked DC. I'm grateful that he told me that the money was a system that they made. It didn't matter what we did, they always got pain. And even though we couldn't see the prison of the chains, that we were all slaves and history remains. Distracted by the movies and the sports and the games. I thought that he was crazy, I still wanted fame. Just tell me what to write and I will put it on a beat. Coulda, shoulda, but I didn't. Then I hit him with the heat. Ran away from my family, a little black sheep. that would build a wall around him and never get to sleep. Even when I went to high school, they thought I was a geek. Making fights, getting high, suspended for a week. I was dealing with the drugs and the thugs on the street. Wasn't looking for the love, I was looking for the freaks. What's the point of even living when you feeling like a fake? Way before social media was ever gonna break. Way before all the clones and the drones and posts and the Malones and the clicks and the likes and comments and the phones and the tricks and the mics. We rocked them to the bones till we bled from the nose and dropped them to the groans. Every time I'm looking back at you in our class, reminiscing about a life I used to live this in the past. I'm alive. I thank God for the trials. I'm glad that it wasn't all smiles. We walked in a garden, ate from a tree, fell from a world, failed to believe, told of a lie we couldn't see, sent on a quest to return and be free. It's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another wonder like DC. I'm grateful that he came for me. And people will go crazy and things will be strange And we will be divided and live in disarray Society will worry about what everybody say And there will be the voices we're hearing on the news A lot of us are trying to figure out what to choose Get easily offended, society collapsed Community abandoned, sobriety relapsed And fighting over everything and hating to the max With families on the brink and everything is taxed The budget will be shrinking, the rules never lax We feel like it's all coming down on our backs He said that we'll be tested, God's got a plan So never put your faith in the works of a man It doesn't make a difference if I didn't understand my perception is limited and life is too grand and a lot of people love to tell you everything is perfect but i gotta tell the truth because i know that that's a lie the only thing i've ever come to realize that matters is the one and only truth that we all gonna die surrender to the love and i believe in with my everything and there will come a day when i'll be looking to the sky the lord will return with the legion of light so i pledge to the one most high we walked in a garden came from a tree fell from a world failed to believe told of a lie we couldn't see sent on a quest to return and be free it's been a while, it could be brief. I've been a sinner and a liar and a thief. I've never met another one that liked DC. I'm grateful that he came for me. Yeah, that's right. Better believe it. I'm grateful that he came for me. For you, for us, and for me, for me. I'm grateful that he came for me.
a me Traveling all land and sea Connect me to the company in my life All that have come and come Come and gone So I became that breeze Time I can't come to see the love that I miss is presiding in me.
long after she gone, after she gone, so I Thank you. 
little in this with a uh, little Metallica.
Sidebars Nation. Hope everybody has an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. For those who are going to work, I'm sorry. I hope it ends soon. Grab some coffee. Grab some good music. For those of you, um, the rest of you, I don't know if I'll be seeing you tonight. I believe Scott will be back on doing the shows as of this evening. We shall see. Other than that, guys, I love you very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. And I hope, at the very least, I see you at Kilted Christian this evening. Have a blessed day, guys. I love you all. God bless.